Hello, the initiated. My name is Marcus Junikola, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. Today, as I'm filming this episode, it is the 30th of December, which means tomorrow is the last day of December and consequently also the last day of the year, which means that today I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. The number 2020 is going to turn into 2021. And suddenly that seems like a drastic shift, which makes us wake up to the situation at hand. It makes us realize that, hey, another year has passed and maybe very few things have changed or maybe even nothing has changed. And in many cases, it's a fear response or in some cases, even a panic response to the realization that yet again, I've allowed one year to pass in my life and things haven't significantly changed for the better. Now, inherently, what's happening with New Year's resolutions is no different from you realizing in any other way that change is necessary. Now, it could be a relationship struggle that you have. If you're struggling with any kind of addiction, may that be cigarettes or alcohol or some other substance, food. If you're playing video games too much, there are going to be moments in time where doing that activity begins to negatively impact your life. These are wake up call moments that drive us to realize that our actions do not align with our objectives. Now, the realization that a year is going to have a different number on it tomorrow is a far milder wake up call than it is to have a drinking problem and you wasted all of your money on it. You punched someone in the face when you go back home, you messed up your apartment. But in essence, the concept is the same. And I don't suggest that you wait around for something more significant, something heavier, something more damaging to happen as a wake up call for you to realize that access to change is available to you at every given moment. And unfortunately, trauma tends to be the thing that really actually drives people to change. But I don't believe it needs to be that way. You don't have to go through some grueling, horrible thing in your life to realize that change uh, needs to happen. I think it's fantastic that people have these deep inner drives to change the condition and, and, and the state of their life. And I have nothing against New Year's resolutions. What I do have something against is the romanticization of those resolutions. Because once the end of the year, it nears you and you come to this realization that, holy shit, I'm actually wasting my life quite a bit and I'm not comfortable with it. And now when you say change is necessary, the next thing you do is sell yourself this idea, this romanticized, glorified version of what it's going to look like and what it's going to feel like. So you say, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to clean up and change what I eat. I'm going to be professionally so much more effective. I'm going to read and learn and study so much more, start new hobbies, make new friends, deepen the friendships that I currently have. The list goes on and on and on. And of course, that idea feels great. It's a fantastic idea. 
and you have this feeling of something greater coming together in a beautiful, nice way. The problem is that that idealized, glorified, romanticized narrative is not going to feel the same once you're actually pursuing that, once you're actually executing on that. No matter what you're working on, work from time to time or even for the majority of the time is going to be tedious and hard and you need to exercise discipline and focus and patience. And when people start to pursue those New Year's resolutions, this reality is going to hit them very quickly like a ton of bricks. And if you've pursued anything in your life properly, then you know this. No matter how much you love something, no matter how much you recognize that on an abstract idea level, this is worth pursuing. This is worth aiming for. Once you're in that process, in the pursuit of it, you're going to realize that mm, this doesn't feel as magnificent and amazing and empowering as the story did in my head when I decided to put myself on this path. There's deep wisdom in knowing that that's going to be the case. Because that reality is often what kills dreams, kills the stories that you tell yourself, kills the narrative that in the beginning made you motivated to pursue it. So what is the answer? What do I suggest that you do instead of making a resolution this year and then a day in or a week in or a month in you fall off the horse? You need a perspective change on this topic. The change you want to see in your life should be change that you can apply every single day, every single moment. It doesn't mean you will or that you have to, but you have the choice to do so. You have the potential to do so. I know that at the end of the year, you feel really fueled and motivated to make change because you're being driven by that disappointment in yourself or by that fear of wasting your life. And I'd say good feel those things. I'd say feel them more often. I'd say feel them every single day. Keep these fundamental perspectives and values close to ourselves at all given times. Why would you not want to be governed by your deepest values at every given turn? Of course, each situation is contextual. You don't want to be that crazy person who forces this grand perspective on every single person in every single situation. So that's not what I'm proposing. What I'm proposing is that as a macro theme in your life, when you're making those broad strokes, planning your life, thinking how you, generally speaking, want to align yourself towards life, do that as close to your core values as possible. You want to be in the driver's seat of your perspective and focus. You don't want to just wait for the year to change or for you to be in a car accident or for whatever horrible bad thing might transpire in your life. You want to bring a bit of that into every single day to make sure that you're properly aligned with your long-term goals and aspirations. You could do that through meditation. You can do that through journaling. Whatever the tool might be for you, I'd suggest you do a bit of that every day. This is a big reason why a lot of successful people do meditation first thing in the morning. It gives them the proper context that they're looking for. It aligns their inner big scale focus with the day. And then they can go into these smaller tasks, more specific 
perspectives in their life, but it just gives them a chance to not get worked up by stuff that doesn't really matter to them and to make sure that they bring those core principles into as many things as possible. Now, another thing is that people make massive resolutions, massive decisions to start working out, eat better, build and repair relationships. These are massive undertakings. And if you make that massive list for yourself, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to upkeep all of those in one go. Don't try and chew more than you can swallow. I know it's not as epic or impressive or grand to take on one tiny thing once per month. But again, this goes back to the reality point. That's something that you can manage. And I take progress, guaranteed progress, always over these massive plans that are very difficult to bring together in a holistic and structurally sound way. I know it's not sexy. I know it's not this big epic thing that feels good to say and, and be doing. But this is largely about energy management as well. And you want to be smart and realistic about what you can chew. So those are really the two things that I want you to collapse from those grand, epic, impressive ideas and feelings into the small, into the minute, into stuff that you can do every single day. Because again, when you have these moments of realization and making resolutions, if you pay attention to what you're saying or thinking, you can very quickly see that the change that you're speaking of, it's never here. It's never today. It's never right now. It's tomorrow or next week, which turns into next month. And suddenly half a year, a year has gone by. So often in life, we can be so consumed by what we are and what we aren't. And not enough people are spending enough time being more concerned about being on a trajectory, being on a path, taking action that maps properly to our goals and focusing on the process. Nobody wants to be in a process. People want attainment. They want an end goal. They want to be something now. And if you're not that now, then it means you're worthless. And that creates a horrible scenario where you want to be something and you really yearn for it. But at the same time, you're recognizing that you're not that and you're beating yourself down because of that. And I think we'd be far happier if we were more concerned about the processes that we were engaged in and the actions we were doing on a daily basis to become something, become someone. And guess what? Once you're on that path for long enough, there's going to be a point where you realize, as I take these actions, I'm not where I want to be in terms of my end goal. But I'm more like this now than I am what I used to be. The scales have tipped. You're slightly now leaning towards the better direction. And that really represents the reality of transformation far more accurately than this binary idea of you are or you're not. We're always constantly in some sort of transformation. And ideally, we want to make sure that that transformation is <laughs> towards the better direction and and we aren't regressing into something that we used to be. Although that can be very tempting for a lot of people because oftentimes we take the devil that we know instead of the one that we don't. But I don't recommend doing that. Until you start to 
make changes right now and understand the power and the relevance and the importance of the here and now, your life will never change because you're always trying to outsource the moment. You're always trying to externalize the moment, the week, the month, the conditions, the emotions that are necessary for you to actually take that action. And that's really one of the core problems with making New Year's resolutions. It's always some other time. It's always somewhere else in the ether. Now, of course, there are moments when you need a bit of prep time, when you feel like you need to get used to an idea of something before you can do it. And fair enough, like I'm not going to be the judge of that in your specific instance. But again, with that, there's a point of diminishing returns. And probably the point of that comes far sooner than you're willing to accept. And fundamentally, that's why it's so easy to fall in love with these stories and narratives we have of how our change is going to happen. It's easier to believe in a story, in an abstraction, than it is to internalize the realistic, brutal, boring, mundane process of working on something. And I think that's one of the deep, dark truths embedded and hidden in this topic. I think deep down we know that we aren't going to make a change. And because we know it's not real, it's because it's just a story that we find it so easy to fall in love with it. It's very difficult to fall in love with realities because realities are complex, complicated, difficult, not binary. They're filled with seeming dichotomies. They're very difficult to take in in their true form. Very difficult to love because they're not pure. The stories can be pure. They can be clean. They can be perfect. And once we're pursuing those and we realize reality is mundane, boring, difficult, tedious, we tell ourselves, well, this can be it. This possibly can't be because my story, my narrative was so perfect, so pure. So now if my reality isn't that, must mean that this isn't the story. This isn't the thing. It's something else. It's because of this or because of that. And we spin another narrative, another story of why we can't in our current conditions pursue this aspiration and goal. So it's stories upon stories upon stories. Because they're pure. They're perfect. They're easy to believe in. And when we refuse to allow those dreams and stories to die. That's when we fail to embed ourselves in reality. And if you're not connected to reality, to actuality, to causality, you deny yourself access to knowledge, to information, to wisdom. And if you don't have those, then you don't have a contact point. You don't have an interface to negotiate with reality. And therefore, your dreams will forever be locked in that dark room that you're currently in. So please, make resolutions. I'm all for it. But don't sell yourself this idea that it's going to be epic, and grand, and perfect. Yes, in the macro, in the long term, once you get to take a few steps back and look at what you did. It can be those things, but that's not what it's going to feel like once you're 
in the trenches actually pursuing this thing. And also don't wait for life to smack you in the face for you to remind yourself of your core values and where your focus should be. And realize that change is never out there somewhere. The access point for that is always here. Once you externalize it, once you outsource it, once you send it out into the ether, it's gone. You don't have access to it. It's a story you try and sell yourself. Because it's easy. It's easy to love that. It's easy to believe in that. Because it's pure. It's simple. It's not complicated. Unlike reality. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Happy New Year. Finish.